This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All righty. Hour number three of the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. Thanks to Evan Carter for joining us as it is time now for a football conversation of uh, historical proportions, I believe, as the news earlier this week after a uh, distinguished and lengthy career in the NFL world of, of journalism, Peter King stepping away uh, and going into retirement. And on our DNM leasing hotline right now is Odyssey NFL insider Peter King. And welcome in to your home of the Dallas Cowboys, Peter. Good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon. Good, good to be with you. Yes, sir. You're with Gavin Dawson, Eric Chiafalo. And your buddy, Brian Broaddus. So Brian Broaddus, long time no chat. How have you been? I'm doing great, Peter. Congratulations on a, just a stellar career, my friend. I, I love you so much, and uh, you did it the right way. You're a, you're a true legend, and, and thank you for getting us all to this point, to, to, where, you, to where we can all uh, appreciate uh, all the work that you've done. Well, thanks very much. And, and look, it's... Um... It's been such a fun career, quite honestly, to do this for the amount of time that I did it, um, you know, to do it for 40 seasons covering the NFL. Um, and I would not trade anything. Um, I'm just uh, very pleased. But, but also, you know, sometimes you just know it's time. And I know that it's time to step away and to let, let the youngsters do it for a while. I think I always thought you would just keep right on going, Peter. I, I, you know, some, some writers, I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe the end is near, but I, I just never got the feeling. How did you know? Two things. One, my family really was on me. I had been at the end of the last, including this season, I had double pneumonia. I, I'm not one who can moderate my workload or my workflow. And at the end of the last three seasons, I've been quite ill. And, you know, you have to ask yourself, what are you doing this for? And, you know, I was really kind of worrying my family a bit. And so that was part of it. But the other part was, um, you know, to do this job and to do it at an extremely high level, which I feel I've done, you know, people have to be the judge of that. But in order to make sure that you're able to spend 10 minutes alone with the winning coach after the Super Bowl, which I've now yeah. done three years in a row, <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, that takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of preparation time. And, and so that, that in and of itself was, was part of it. But the biggest part is I found myself totally disinterested in things like coaching searches. In things like the scouting combine, I don't. I used to love going to the scouting combine, but going to the scouting combine kind of requires, if you're really going to maximize how much you know and how much you can learn, 
you're out in bars until one thirty in the morning, four or five nights in a row. I, I'm in bed at nine thirty now. I'm I'm, a, I'm an old man. I like I like yeah. to get my sleep. So anyway, when when that happens, <clears throat> you just sort of know it's time. Peter, I always wanted to ask you this question: How does one cultivate sources? How does one? And, and you know, you and I used to talk so many days and nights. And man, you were yeah. such a great source for me. But in, in your line of work, how did you cultivate the, the sources that you had? Well, Brian, you know, you were on the front lines of this because I remember being in Green Bay in 1995 when the Packers God, we loved you there. Started. We loved you when you yeah. showed up. We sowed much. Yeah, then. well, I, I remember being there because on Saturday you'd make your red beans and rice. And you and Andy Reid loved it. <laughs> The smell would go through the, uh, you know, all the all the building. But you know what I remember about 1995 around the Packers? Andy Reid walked up to me in yeah. the building one day, and he goes, hey, uh, you know, I, I want to introduce myself. Andy Reid, yeah. I'm a tight end coach, and, yeah. and you have the job that I always wanted. Yeah. I wanted to be a football writer for Sports Illustrated when I was growing up. That was my sure career did. ambition. You sure and, did. And so I said, Wow. And so you asked me, how do you build sources? Well, the Sports Illustrated football writer going into Green Bay, knowing that the tight ends coach and later the quarterback coach and then later uh, the head coach of the Eagles and obviously at Kansas City, I'm not saying it was easy, but you know, Andy Reid wanted to talk to me. And that was a tremendous help. And remember one other thing, Brian. I came around in this business when in 1989, people won't believe this because of the way things are now. In 1989, Sports Illustrated was higher profile than ESPN. Yes, sir. Yes, sir it was. And, and 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 so I was fortunate because that is when I started my career at SI in 1989. So yeah. you know that was Michael Irvin once saw me. I think it was 91, and he said, "Oh my God, Peter King's here." And he yelled out in the locker room, hey, guys, we're in a Sports Illustrated game this week. So it's just, you know, that helps when, you, when, you're, when you're in a building and the guys think, wow, this is cool. SI's covering us this week. Peter, when, where are the great sports writers going to come from now? We're dealing with dying newspapers and things like that. Where, where are the Peter Kings going to come from? I think... Brian, that they're going to come from places like the Athletic, which I think is going to become a powerhouse. They got so many bright, young, talented people. Um, I had Kaylin Kaler on my staff. She is a tremendously uh, brave and hardworking, kind of gutsy kid. I call her a kid. I don't know. She's probably thirty years old now, but she was on my staff. <laughs> We're all kids, yeah, right? Uh, Jordan Rodrigue of uh, The Athletic, who covers the Rams, but who does so much more than that. She's immensely talented. Ben Solak, who's only 26 years old, works for The Ringer, writes a great, a great Monday column. I am not despairing about the young talent in the business. You know what I despair about a little bit? Two things. Number one, that so many people in our business who used to work for the Detroit News and the Dallas yeah. Morning News and the Arizona yeah. Republic, they now work for team sites 
and for NFL.com, and Roger Goodell signs their paycheck. That's not yeah. good for journalism. No. But, but I understand why they have to do it. They need a job. They have to feed their family. But the one other thing I would say, just in general, is that I, I kind of fear that a lot of the kids in journalism school right now are not going to get the great opportunities I had. I really hope I'm wrong on that, but that's kind of how I look at it. Football legend Peter King with us here in the G-Bag Nation. Peter, how long will it take you to respond to all the, uh, the post-retirement oh. congratulations? What's crazy is that I have, I've only gotten through about half of my texts so far. I haven't even seen the, uh, I mean, the majority of things in the emails I've gotten and all that stuff and the phone calls. But I don't know. I got time. What do I have to do? I don't have anything to do. I'm going to, going to see the grandkids this weekend out on the West Coast, and that's, that's going to occupy my time. But you know what was really kind of cool? I, I don't really know Jared Goff that well. Okay, but I know him, and I've covered him, and we've had some very good interactions. But he wrote me a text, one of the first texts I got on Monday, and he just said, hey, I just wanted to thank you. Thanks for being fair. Yeah, exactly. And all that. And that yep. that was kind of cool. And, you know, so I've heard from a bunch of people like that, and that's, that's, that's pretty rewarding. I love it. I love it. We're here in Surprise, Arizona right now covering the world champion Texas Rangers. And uh, Let's from go what Marcus I Semien. He's the, he's the key guy Peter, on, I tell you on what, the man. Montclair Pedroyas, man. On yeah, my how about this? Team. How about this, Peter? <laughs> I'm at a Dodgers game. I'll never forget sitting with you, you and your scorebook, Dodgers-Pittsburgh at Chavez Ravine waiting on a flight. Both you and I waiting on a flight to go that. home. And you keep yeah. it score, and you're like, I ain't waiting in an airport when I could be at a baseball park. I, yeah. I, I, you just And your retirement, do, man, you I need to get you another baseball, scoreboard. Man. Get you another yeah, scoreboard. I do love my baseball, yeah. You yeah, do I love, love you some baseball. I love keeping score, too, yeah. You do. You do. Peter King here with you on, on 105.3 The Fan. Peter, what do you think about the state of the game and where we are in the NFL right now compared to when you came in? Well, I'd be worried about two things if I were Roger Goodell. One, I'd be worried about this insatiable desire to pursue the money from gambling interests and uh, how it you just get, if you're a fan, you're watching the game on TV, you just get banged over the head with it and you're, you're listening to a game on the radio or you're listening to talk shows and it's, you know, it seems like a third of the ads are about gambling. I worry that we are going to raise a, a generation of people who are going to be in gambling rehab uh, 10 years from now. That's one thing. And then the other thing that I've worried about for a long time is the fact that, and look, the NFL has woken up to it, and they're far better on it than they were 15 years ago. But I worry about head trauma, and I worry about a lot of parents looking yeah. at the game saying, I would rather have my kid play lacrosse. And, you know, look, there will always be a feeder program because football is so popular, and football is beloved. You have to look no further than the state of Texas to know that. But I just hope that the NFL continues to walk the fine line between making it a safe game and making it a great game. 
Peter, there's never been, uh, from what I understand, an on-the-record uh, negative thing to say about you, not a, not a single sil- a syllable. But uh, has there ever been a contentious back-and-forth between you and a coach or a player in any of your time covering the league and doing all these <laughs> exclusives that you get? I remember Mike Holmgren one time when I was covering a Packers-Vikings game and the Vikings won. I just came in and I asked him <laughs> a couple of questions about the game. And he looked at me and he goes, you don't care, do you? <laughs> and I was shocked. I, I couldn't believe it. I said, well, uh, you mean about who won and lost? He goes, yeah. I said, no, I don't care. How can I care? I can't be rooting for the Green Bay Packers, just like I can't be rooting for the Minnesota Vikings. I just, I got to cover it. And look, it was a tough loss. And I understand. And I, you know, and I once had to be, Kevin Gogan had to be separated from going after me one time when he was on the 49ers because I had, called him in a column of mine a journeyman which is what he was he was on his he third was. team in five years yeah yeah and he didn't like it i think he thought it connoted that he stunk and i it, i didn't think that at all i just think it meant that he was well traveled which is what he was i appreciate you as always peter uh, best of luck to you in love retirement you peter here. thank Look. you so much for all you've done hey for thanks us. a lot for having me on guys you have a great day and and enjoy the baseball Salute. Odyssey NFL insider Peter King here with you on the fan. Let's get caught up. We have a top 10 at 420 next. Chief, what's the subject matter? Let's celebrate Luca's birthday with the top 10 foreign players in NBA history next year in the nation. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All righty, welcome back. It is the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan, and we are live at uh, Ranger Spring Training. Our coverage is brought to you by Sonic. Rangers are leading 6-4 here, you know, in the bottom of the Evan eighth Carter, inning. burger fan of Sonic, by Trying the way. to get a nice little dubski here over the Dodgers here, the prohibitive favorite to win the World Series. Uh, Rangers have had their number so far this afternoon. Been a very good little game here that we've been treated to. Been. Salute to Evan Carter and Peter King for joining us there on the DNM Leasing Hotline. It's time now for the top 10 at 420. Eric Chiafalo has Wolchuk's broadcast responsibilities. Here he is, the chief. Uh, Broad is not listening to our guests. How about that? That was my favorite part of the whole interview, man. What I did not listen to. Tell him, Lucius. I loved it. What did I not listen to? I think you were listening. You were just, you know, you were just talking. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, oh, you're talking about Peter King, huh, Lucius? Yeah. Peter's my buddy. Yeah, that's, oh, my bad. No, no, it's fine, because that's a good point by you as well. God dang it, but did I mess up? What, 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 what I was talking about is, is Broad is talking about Evan Carter liking the burgers from Sonic, when yeah. in reality, Evan Carter talked about how he loves the hot dogs from Sonic. Oh, no, 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 you know? no, no, that's no. Just, he said that's just he's a burger guy. Broadus is just hammered. That's all yeah. that is. Yeah. How many beers have you had today, Broadus? Several. Uh, I would say he's approaching double digits now, as Broadus is mid-bet payoff here in, in the press box doing the show. Yeah. That Got a little is, bit more uh, to go. That's a, more radio history. Got a little bit more to go. Appreciate Lucius being on the other end, saving me when I needed to. You're doing a heck of a job, man. Thank you. Yeah, I'm entertained, yeah. bro. <laughs> Lucius. Lucius, was I really bad in the Peter King interview? I mean, 
I, I wasn't like sitting here listening to it the whole time. I was walking around doing other things. No, but good. in the moments, I can kind of hear you, uh, you know, fighting. You and Peter kind of. Yeah, you guys kind of fighting back for uh, who could be heard, you know? Ah, oh, damn it. That's all right. Was, Two I old think- guys, one was on the phone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Other with modern technology. I get it, yeah. bro. Yeah, but I, I would say God, overall, I hate that, I'm sorry. it wasn't bad. Your, considering what your blood alcohol content is right now, I would say you're doing great. You know, thank you. Great, doing my co- best. I really am. Percentage over expected right now is. Amazing. I'm trying to do this bet payoff the best I can. I don't. I don't. I hey want to. Man, I was entertained. I was entertained. Yeah. It was two old dudes really talking. That's what it sounded like to me. All right. <laughs> it was fantastic. Hello. Hey, remember Green Bay? Hello. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Wasn't that awesome? <laughs> we were, man. We were a team in 1994. I'll tell you what. Chief, when were you born? Like 1990? I was born in 1994. You wow. guys should see the- Oh, Jesus. Wow. I'm 30 years old, dude. I'm Gosh, 30. Peter wow. King and I were chopping it up, and you weren't even born. Peter King's been covering the NFL a, a decade Since longer. Since like 1986. Than, yeah, a decade longer than I've been alive. Yeah. If you guys really want to see Brian's face light up, just wait till one of these old-timers mentions his red beans and rice that he used to prepare for Andy Reid. <laughs> And that's what just happened with Peter yes. King. Yes. I actually think that was pretty I, incredible. You know what? I honestly appreciate Peter for, like, acknowledging that the fact that I can prepare red beans and rice. I was, yeah. like, I was so, I started, like, rubbing your shoulders and stuff, like, dude, shaking <laughs> you, like, bro, I was so happy for you. Dude, I almost got sick there the, when you are shaking me. <laughs> I was Why so are you violently shaking me there. I was just hyped for my friend. The fact that Peter King, a football like journalism, is is worse off now. Yes. Like we, we, journalism I, took like three steps back the I moment asked. Peter King retired. That's yeah. why I asked. I, I said, "Where's the next Peter King coming yeah. from?" And, and and I appreciate. I'm sorry, him. I didn't mean to be that guy, but I, you I know, was. and I, it makes me want to appreciate your food. That you know, and I always do appreciate the food that you make. Yeah. <laughs> well, you thank know, it's the it's the it's the <laughs> for, crappy fast food of selection that you bring me. <laughs> you got to watch that. Dawson, bro. <laughs> I do. You he, did. he just brought me the crappy fast food. <laughs> <laughs> he knew it was coming. <laughs> he, knew, he knew exactly what that compliment sandwich. Four years with the man, you knew right then. You were going to get a compliment, and then the next line he was going to quickly say, you can't go for yes. Uh, well, it is uh, it is top ten time. Wooly bully. Top ten what? Wooly bully top ten time. Happy birthday, Luka Doncic. 25 years around get the down. sun. And, uh, no! He got under that. No, he got under. I thought he did. That's a taller shortstop over there. Apparently he's got quick hands. What are we doing? We're at the portion of the baseball program where the guys that are on the field don't have last names on their jerseys because, well, you know, yeah, time's ticking. They just uh, grab one out of the bin. Just like, what are we? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Like guys you're broadcasting with today. Did you guys see they <laughs> grab gra- one out of the bin? I'm pretty sure the Dodgers grabbed a guy out of the stands and put him in left field. <laughs> pretty incredible. Yeah. The umpire just got one ball. What good is that? That ball lasts seven pitches. I've learned this. The ball lasts about seven pitches. That's it. And then it's done? It's done. I will say, they are much more liberal when it comes to just throwing the balls into the crowd here during spring training. It's like, do you think you could throw a ball over this net? Yeah. Yeah. You have to get down and sidearm it. Even no Dawson, way. Even, even Dawson. You guys are acting like, no way. 
There's no way, Dawson, you're doing this. No way. <laughs> Throwing a baseball is something I got. I'll have you know. Oh, it's the football. Yeah, it's, it's the, the football, football it's that the might football. go like yeah. seven yards. Man, now the football, I'm embarrassed. Oh, wait, I don't, guess I, the attendance. Guys start throwing around that football. I've and been I'm right like, two days in a row. Got the bursitis. Yeah, can't throw it. <laughs> Dude, I need to go practice that, man. There's no way you're throwing you, the ball you, you over Texas the net. You, you throw that football like it's a – I Dude. don't know, man. Well, you you, you can hold the laces. If you're a Texas boy, you come out of the womb yeah, with a big skin in your, in your hands. I know. He's from, like, Vancouver. Beaverville. Beaverville. I was born in a football state, Ohio. Ah, That's a proper football state. Okay, Ohio? Let's bump on that, bro. Yeah. I did not know you were born in Ohio. Your dad teaching? Uh, my, my, my dad was in graduate school at the time in Miami of Ohio. Cradle of coaches. Yeah. Hey, did your parents ever get you those little football uniforms that you would wear as a child? <laughs> Hutch. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The Hutch uniform. Yeah, the Hutch joints. Football fan. The Hutch <laughs> with right. no padding in the helmet, yeah. and you acted like you could play yeah, three you would play real, real tackle out there with your friends <laughs> with that joint on. Hey, yeah. you were like you were lining up against Tariq Hill, and yeah. you, he was breaking your leg. Yeah. <laughs> no, my dad was a pretty good little high school running back and college baseball player, but by the time I got to, like, what football playing at? age, they were like, <laughs> Why no. are you laughing at Dawson? I'm not laughing at Dawson. I'm yeah, looking. I'm scrolling down the truckwreck.com fan text, and I just saw that. Uh, let's see, 15 minutes ago, the 682 said, "Eric, ask one of your gay questions." <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> There's some people out there that really don't appreciate it. Really, Eric? I, I for one, interview. love them. And I look forward to 6 o'clock when yeah, uh, Peter, Gia Peter, you ever been to a Spanish uh, Hey, I didn't. I kept, it, I kept it nothing but clean and professional with my guy, Peter King. You did. Okay? I got too much respect for him to start taking yeah, him down Yeah, I rabbit like holes. old man him. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, happy birthday uh, to Luka Doncic, 25 years old. How many times yeah. are you going to say that today? Uh, I mean, I'm going to probably say it probably another what? We had the over-under before the show was 47 <laughs> times. There you go, Lucius. You knew exactly what's going on. Yeah, I, I know my people. Over. I know my teammates. Give me a second. <laughs> oh, turn it. Five seven one. My birthday was yesterday. Can I get a shout out? Hey, yes, happy you can. birthday to you. Happy birthday to the texter and the five seven one. You didn't give what us your name. Five seven one. Eric could. By the way, I don't know that one. He gave us nothing about himself uh, other than that his birthday was yesterday, and we want him to know that that is very important to all of us. Uh, with him, you know, if you're within uh, Northern hours, Virginia, there, Mr. Bronis. Boom. Hit it. You're probably from uh, Lucius. You've been. You spent time in Newport News, right? One hundred percent. Yep. Is that Southern Northern? Where are we at, Newport News? Oh my gosh. Uh, I would say that's the backstory on that. I don't know. Lucius, Navy man, right? Yeah. Navy man. Yeah. Newport yeah. News. We're not a Mapsco guy. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at it here. Hey, I don't know, man. Probably southern, okay, Virginia, more southern. Hey. It's more southern right there, I'm, I believe. I, I, you know what? I like the state of Virginia. It's cool. It's for lovers, they say. Yeah, they say. It's a lot of well, military bases out there and a whole lot of colleges I, out there. So that's why you can get that for lovers vibe. Oh, yeah. You get what I'm saying? They're all like congested what, in man, one area. UVA. You want to go to law school at a big time place? UVA. A lot of people in their 20s. Yeah. Milling about. Yeah. yeah. Target rich environment, I think, is what that's called, Chief. <laughs> I remember. I, I remember me, I being mic, like, I was down there trying to find some. I remember being like twelve years old, and one of my dad's buddies was like, "Hey, do you know where you're going to go to college?" And I was like, "No." And he's like, "Well, you should go to Texas Tech because the the, the female to male ratio it is, is very exactly high. Exactly where you it want is very it. Very high. That yeah. Stephen F. Austin, 
and I didn't, I didn't Texas fully state. It took like a year before I fully grasped what he was getting at there. Yeah, and then like you I had that, that moment, you and I was like, that in recruiting. I think I'm going to be a Texas Tech guy. Wreck him. It, it would have made a lot of sense to me, I think. You know, if I was uh, shopping for a public school inside Texas, Tech would have been calling to me. That's yeah. a hub. The low GPA requirements. <laughs> oh, the females, yes. the low GPA, and the yeah. beer. Man, it, 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 everything I was looking for out of university. Tech didn't recruit me at all. Yeah. Maybe my GPA was – it was low. Not low enough. Could, not low enough. All right, 877-881-1053. What's the top ten today? It is uh, happy birthday to Luka Doncic, 25 oh years God. old. That's what are you doing? <laughs> I have in you, you front of me. another cocktail? I have in front of me. No, you've been overpouring the entire duration of this I program. had a muscle spasm. It, I couldn't like, stop. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't have any more Tito's today. Yes, you can. Uh, we in front of me right now. Okay, I have the play, top ten. Play. I have the top ten. Yes. Third double play of the day for the Rangers yes. is in the books. <laughs> yes. As they get out of the eighth inning with a lead six. Four. I think that's over. Oh, that's we the game. win. Nice job. Go home, Dodgers. <laughs> Rangers win. World's, yes, you're damn right we win. World Series preview. <laughs> I see the umpires walking off the field. I know that's a win. The only thing we didn't get there was the Sporzy slamming of the glove right there on the mound. But that's because Sporzy that's because Sporzy gave me the high tune in the clubhouse today he and he did. got donged on. He got double donged on yeah, today and struggled. that's his fault. You don't want to do that, you know? There's karma involved here. In front of me right now I have the top ten greatest NBA players that are not from America in honor of Luca's birthday. Why are you laughing? What's so funny about that? You're gonna butcher every one of these last names. I can say Dikembe Matumbo. Yeah, they're all famous at this point. Whoa. Top 10 interna- okay. international players of all let time. Me, I, I believe those are household some, names. How about this? How about this? I can say Steve Nash. Wow. Wow. All right, number 11. We Dodgers have, have got some, like, uh, sideline reporters that are all right. Uh, wow. Good eye on you right there. Scouting, yeah. scouting report? I would say tall, leggy. Bouncy? Uh, bouncy. Had some bounce there. <laughs> what would we say? Uh that hot chicken sandwich kind of thing. Whoa. A little crusty. You'd like the opportunity to get called for a double dribble? Steven, what do we got? Save us quickly. <laughs> <laughs> that was a certified nine. Roaming the the, the dugout for, for the I, Dodgers, man. Yes. I would say Dodgers TV has got it going. Shout out to the Dodgers for not cutting any corners. Nope, you know? not at all. They knew what they're doing. All right, uh, Lucius, who's your favorite <laughs> non- uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> I would have Woo! to go with Drazen Petrovic, <laughs> one of the originals out of uh, Lithuania uh, uh, in the uh, in the 80s. Quit acting like you know basketball. But Arvidas Sabonis. That's what I was going to say. I thought, I thought Portland guy Dawson was going to go Arvidas Sabonis. Well, I, I was going Portland guy on you with uh, Drazen Petrovic. Oh, okay. He was traded to the Nets. <laughs> um, but no, I, I think Sabonis is really Jokic before Jokic if you wanted to comp on that, but maybe more athletic. Wow. And actually a little taller. Yeah, he was probably better than Jokic, now that I'm thinking about it. But he's just a little ahead of his time, and he was super hurt by the time he got to the league. So it's probably my two favorites, but maybe Elijah Wan. Oh, uh, God. You know, deserves more appreciation. Yeah, Elijah Wan. I saw him in college. I really, Dawson, you're, uh, well, uh, excuse me. Uh, what are you Broadus, trying to do over here? Broadus, you're quite the Danilo Gallinari guy, aren't you? I'll tell you what, though. he's been He's bounced around the league. Journeyman. He is a journeyman. Lucius, I, would, I would call yeah. him a blue guy. I wouldn't call him a glue guy. Man, Not I just say, hey, oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, what's well, going bro? Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, for, for Elijah one, uh, man, I just see Elijah one in my brain 
yes. faking a yes. whole defense of the Magics yes. like he yes. was going to go out of bounds. He would move the ball from one hand to another hand like your uncle would do you. Yep. And then they would all shake and go that way. And I'm like, come on, fam. He's Dream not shake. going out of bounds. Dodger lady back. <laughs> He's not going out of bounds, man. Uh, how about Dawson? Was Yao Ming a created player? Uh, they, there's a conspiracy theory about that, uh, that perhaps he was, uh, you know. Did he have foot problems? Was he was, he, 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 he was selected out of a Petri dish for the strongest genes mm. possible. Uh, I believe his mom and dad are both, you know, giant basketball players. And, you know, they, they came together and tried to pick the best and the brightest uh, swimmers and and, uh, and and produce Yao Ming. Pretty good job. That's a good backstory. <laughs> That's a really good backstory. <laughs> I didn't even ask for it. Yeah. They messed uh, up on his arms, though. He Dodger had, he had about to do a little still. stand-up out here. He was 7'6", but had regular... Regular man arms. Nah, I knew he knew that. I feel like Wade right now. D. Wade yeah. and LeBron. You know what I mean? Yeah, that poster? Right. Yes. Yeah, all right. Yeah, you Dave knew Roberts that. about to talk to Dodger. <laughs> you, knew you knew that. You knew that. Uh, 817 says, OMG, suspension coming. For and what? Then, uh, the, 83, the 832 says, uh, maybe Ixnay on the uh, vodka bay or uh, pig line. Oh, jeez. Uh, Brian is wasted, says the 832. Hey, how about Rolando Blackman, baby? Oh, yes, he was from Bahamas. Panama, Panama. Panama? Okay, cool. Yeah. Wow. There was a lot of A's and an M in there somewhere. Yeah. Okay, nice. <laughs> I, th I think he's outside looking in, uh, but shout out to him. <gasps> oh. Shout out to Yep. Shout out to Vlade. Vlade. Yeah. Shout out to DeMontis Sabonis. Uh, Mark Ooh. Gasol, even Pau Gasol, outside looking in. Spain. Man. They're saying yeah. DeMontis better than Ar Arvidas? No. They said Arvidas was better than okay. DeMontis. All right. Uh, you got Chris Stapps, outside looking in. You got Tony Parker, Pau Gasol, Pasia, Dikembe, all these guys. Not yeah, man. Tony Parker outside looking in? Yeah. Wow. Uh, PSA, don't leave your girl around. Tony Parker. Yeah, yeah. Bingo. 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 Would you like? Would you strayed from what he was married to? Uh, no, absolutely not. Man. But I got to see her feet, really, before I make a it's full commitment. She's cute you know, in the face, Lucia's, but I got to see her feet before Lucia's, I make a full commitment. She's got great toes. I would think so. I would think so. She's got the white tip toes. You know. I would think so, but I got to check for myself. But I would never. That's that's greedy. What he did. Teammates. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're friends with your wife type of situation. That's greed, man. Is that one of the Weird. berries, right? Yeah. One of the berries? Yeah. It's really bad. Yeah. Re really lacks discipline and self-control. Yeah, you man. Know, highly sinful. What the F? Yeah, creating your personal I kind of understand that. I think is what that, that'll do for you. Got a little Raphael Palmero in him. Mm. All right. Uh, <laughs> Lucius, how many uh, how many dates do you go on before you, you got to see the feet? He's going right off the jump. Yeah, before I even go on a date. Yeah, damn Instagram right or something like that. You know yeah. what I mean? Maybe I meet yeah. you in public. Yeah. Yeah, there's got to be a photo with your toes out somewhere if you're in the dating scene. Yeah. Oh, look at this. Number 10 is actually a current Mav. Kyrie not, Irving. Not Luka Doncic. Melbourne, wow. Australia's own Kyrie Irving. That was actually not something I was familiar with. Yeah. Uh, I, I knew that story, but I didn't know he was Duke, technically right? an Australian. How about Patrick Ewing coming in at number nine? He's Jamaican. Very cool. Yeah, I'm on. Was not familiar with that either. Manu Ginobili, Argentinian, comes in at number eight. Happy birthday, Luka Doncic, 25 years old. Uh, Steve Nash, former Mav, 
I mean, how about the Mavericks? He's Canadian, right? Big time appearances here. Well, he's South African. Oh, South African. My gosh. Shout out to Zach Walchuk, who is our resident Caucasian South African American Jew here on the program. Overrated. Joel Embiid from uh, Cameroon comes in at number six. Cameroon plays some good soccer. Luka Doncic, Slovenian zone. Luka Luka Doncic comes in at number five, greatest foreign NBA player. Nikola Jokic, multi-time MVP in the association. He's a champion. He's number four, Mount Rushmore, foreign players in NBA history. Our uh, big German himself. Derek. Dirty Derek. Comes (laughs) in at number three. Probably should be number one, but Hakeem, Hakeem Olajuwon exists, and he comes in at number two, Nigeria. And number one. The freakiest Greek wow. of all time, Mr. Giannis. They're giving it to Giannis? I want to okay. go to Greece. All right. Congratulations to Giannis, the greatest international player of all time in honor of Luca's birthday. It is the GBAC Nation here on 105 through the fan. Jared Sandler's going to step in next, tell you about what we saw here with the Rangers, Dodgers today, and everything else going on with your baseball team. It's next on the fan. Thank you, Lucius. It is the GBAC Nation here on the fan. We are live in surprise. You hear the leaf blower. They're getting the infield cleaned up after the Rangers beat the Dodgers this afternoon. A very entertaining game. They'll be back after tomorrow against uh, the Brewers uh, in another 2 o'clock start here. Jared Sandler joins us now from the play-by-play booth on the other side of the glass here in the Surprise Stadium press box. And a good afternoon, Jared. How the heck are you, buddy? I'm I'm great. I, I see Brian and Dawson on video. Is Eric on video? I'm right here. here. Yeah. Oh, just you are on video? Okay. Living it up. Yeah, I got my pluma and everything, just taking notes. Yeah. Your paloma? My pluma. That's pen in that Spanish. Is. I thought you'd been roaming clubhouses for long enough in Major oh, League Oh, interesting to... that you bring that up. Hey, can I share a story with you guys quickly? No. No, no you cannot. <laughs> no, you cannot. What you got, So. Sans? I think I scarred Eric last year. Uh, and this year. And you've done it. You've pulled it out this year, too. You almost had me running up on Castillo. We haven't heard about this no, yet. No, Castillo would be okay if you did. Let me tell the story. People have no idea what we're talking about here. Yeah. So last year, I forget who it was. You know, Eric's – I give Eric credit. He, he comes to the clubhouse. He's, like, always super eager to talk to people. It's great. I love it. And he just – you know, for people who – if it doesn't come off – on air, which I hope it does, because it does to me. Eric is, he just loves life, right? Like, he's just having a blast. So he goes in the clubhouse. He's eager to talk to people. And I, I sent him to talk to someone last year who spoke not a lick of English. <laughs> and I think he went up and was, like, full, like, didn't even introduce himself. There was no hesitancy. And he just went right into some bit. And the guy was just like, ah, sorry, no, no comprende. No hable. <laughs> so, no so, so Eric, I think, is scarred. So, we uh, yesterday Mark Church walks by us, and Eric knows that I've been talking about Mark Church, yeah. and he's Is like, there "Hey, back story there? Yeah, what's the yeah what's the back? Well, it's the backstory of the story. Well, you know, Mark Church. I was like, "Yeah, you know, he's pitched well. I really like him." And Eric, keep in mind, Mark Church is from Atlanta, Georgia, born and raised. Yeah. Take his name church, is Mark baby. Church. Church, okay. <laughs> and Eric looks at me, just totally serious. Does he speak any English? (laughs) (laughs) Like, not like, what's his English? It was like almost like he was pretty sure he didn't speak English, but like was hoping maybe he did. Some guy for, they don't speak English in Atlanta, Eric. uh, So I'm glad you asked. But yes, Mark Church does. And I hope you guys get him on. Eric, you need to get him on and have him tell you his backstory. Because clearly you guys have been searching for that. I think that might be. We're all about the backstories here. I know. Oh, I know. 
I'll be on a mission tomorrow when we get in that clubhouse. Maybe Mark Church can give me the time of day. Unlike Heaney and Sporzy today, and that's why Sporzy gave up the two-run dong. Oh, wow. They, I'm, yeah. just, I'm attributing yeah, it to on, that. Because okay. Sowski spoke to us. Look what kind of day he had yeah. today. Yeah. Yeah. Sam, yeah. Sam Huff spoke to us. Today, not what, so what, good, but yeah. yesterday, the triple. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, hey, are you going to go full Rangers wear tomorrow? I'm I'm a little disappointed. It's I got a shirt for him. I got a shirt for him. I got a I got a Ranger shirt, a T-shirt. I want you to have. Okay, if you want to give me that T-shirt, I want to accept it. And yeah. I'm, I'm going to wear it proudly on Friday. But I have my special button-up Texas Rangers parade shirt that I need to uh, to wear along with my World Series championship beanie and my World Series uh, scarf that I have because I need to sit on the couch tomorrow in my championship gear, and I need to get a photo of it. Jared's got to take it, and, and Jared's not going to be here on Friday, so I have to do it tomorrow. If I'm going to do any clubhouse violations, if I'm going to do my part no, bro. in getting the Rangers bro. to go back-to-back World Series champions, tomorrow is the day I sit on that couch. You sat on the couch last year, you and Wolchuk. Was it Wolchuk, too? Wolchuk, unfortunately, is slightly more, slightly more professional than me. Okay, you sat on the couch. They won the World Series I think they welcome you back. I'd like I to think, think they so. welcome you back. I'd like to think so. Hopefully nobody Bill ju- Coates, jumps on Maybe me. not so much. Yeah. Maybe not Bill Coates, but you, I think they welcome back. Jared, uh, I agree with that. I, th- I don't think they'd put up too much of a fight, and, and hopefully we can get that pulled off tomorrow with some photographic evidence that would be outstanding. Are we going to get photographic evidence of a Jordan Montgomery back around the Rangers here before too long? It seems like uh, this is building towards a head rather quickly. Uh, Jordan Montgomery to the Rangers? Yeah. Or Jordan Montgomery somewhere. Jordan Montgomery somewhere. Yeah, I don't – I still don't, don't think – I'm, I'm, I'm just checking to see if I missed something during the game. No, nothing's transpired in the last, no, like, hour. transpired. No. Okay. No. I, I still don't I, – the best way I can answer this is I think the Rangers, if they decided they wanted to spend what it would take – now. I guess I, I pause when I say that. I don't know how things have evolved with the Jordan Montgomery negotiations. We saw what happened with Cody Bellinger. He did not sign an eight-year deal for $200 million. He signed a three-year deal that essentially is a one-year deal with options. Would Jordan Montgomery do something like that? I think it's a little riskier for a pitcher north of 30. I think you know he's in his position just take all the money you can get. Uh, I guess if that number's dropping, then it becomes more likely think, the Rangers you know, are in play. So I, I think a week into games with, you know, um, the market settling the way it is, we can say Montgomery is not going to get what he wants. And then the story that I read yesterday or last night, the Rangers are the only team he's willing to do a short-term deal with. The Red Sox are the favorite. You know, I, if the Red Sox are willing to do a long-term deal and they're the favorite, the offer on the table for him right now is the best it's going to get, and he's not signing it. He's not showing up at, at, at Red Sox spring training. No, that's I think fair. he's going to end up trying to prove it in what he knows is his best situation with Mike Maddox. So the only thing with the one-year deal, the, ch- the biggest challenge there, and, and I don't know what – I mean, you don't have the ability to – you can defer money – but deferred money doesn't help you against the luxury tax. And so I'm not positive. I mean, depending on the size of the deal, what bracket the Rangers would fall into. But a one-year $20 million deal could perhaps become a one-year $40 million deal because of tax, right? So the only challenge with a one-year deal financially is that specific uh, that specific piece. If it was a 
you know, a multi-year deal, I think you could maybe try and figure some stuff out there. Uh, but, yeah, I listen, with each passing day, it becomes slightly more likely. But I don't. I still don't think it's, it's more than 50% that he's a Ranger. Uh, and I think the uncertainty of the TV stuff and, and what money's going to look like moving forward, not necessarily just this year, but moving forward is a part of that. Jared, when, when we go to Oxnard, we kind of have an idea of maybe the f- top 50 players on the roster. We can kind of put the roster together. When you look at the Rangers roster, is there anybody that, that might be somebody that we really haven't even thought about that could be that guy that's the, the 23rd, 24th, 25th player? That, you know, because this is a World Series championship team, so you kind of maybe feel like that people are already in place. Is there the last two or three spots of somebody that we really haven't thought about? Yeah, so the names who are not big names, uh, and I just, I'm looking at the, the roster to make sure I'm not forgetting anyone, but here are the, the guys who I think could make the team uh, but aren't necessarily names we talk about. So, one is Matt Duffy is a, a backup infielder, sure. versatile veteran. I think he could you know, be a value. Uh, Jared Walsh is a guy who if someone gets hurt, right. perhaps an interesting one to me is Davis Wenzel. If, if there is an injury, another injury perhaps to the infield, Davis Wenzel is a guy who uh, you know, very well could make an appearance early on. On the, the pitching side, and we've talked about uh, Adrian Sampson, Jose Urania is uh, as, as depth options for multi-inning roles or, or the rotation. Danny Duffy, you know, a guy who I think could you know, maybe surprise some people and, uh, and, and make the team on the younger side, guys who are up and coming, Antoine Kelly and Mark Church. You know, what about Jesus Tinoco? Uh, he, he has looked really good in camp, and he has pitched in the big leagues inconsistently, but he's had some flashes. Jesus Tinoco is a guy who is kind of interesting to me as well. Would, would, would you think that they would maybe go on the younger end of the back end of that roster? Or, 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 or is it about the veteran guy who's kind of been there, done that? Yeah, I think it depends. I think on the infield side, I think they could benefit from having a veteran, you know, yeah. Matt Duffy, because you don't care so much about how much he's going to play, right? And, sure. and when these guys are healthy, the answer is probably going to be not a ton. Uh, on the pitching side, I, I think it's just, you know, best option. Now, one thing they could do with the pitching is, you know, Cody Bradford started today. I like Cody Bradford long-term as a starter. Mm-hmm. I could see them maybe considering Bradford a reliever to begin the year, give them another lefty in the bullpen if and only if they feel really good about someone else to start. And the guy who I think would make the most sense if he has a good camp, and he has so far, but it's early as Adrian Sampson. Uh, you have Sampson in the rotation and Bradford in the bullpen with the, the knowledge that Bradford could transition back into the rotation as needed. Uh, but I think on the pitching side, I don't think it necessarily needs to be a, a veteran. I think on the position player side, because of limited playing time on the infield portion of it, I think a veteran would maybe make a little more sense. The text wants to know why you hate Jordan Montgomery. Love Jordan Montgomery and will forever be appreciative of everything that he did last year. I think from the Rangers side, I've talked about this with you guys, uh, and I'm not saying that this is right or wrong, and, and, and who knows if this is something that would continue to trend in this direction or if he can reverse course, but he's north of 30, and he seems to be you know, more often than not running out of gas when he gets to 70, 75 pitches. And I just think from a baseball mm-hmm. side, it's not just a total slam dunk to give a guy $100 million, and I don't know if that's still the number, right? 
But yeah. to give a guy at least $100 million who already is starting to slow down at that pitch count point. Uh, now, I don't know for sure that you can't turn that around, but I think that maybe is something that could give the Rangers a little bit of pause. But I, I can tell you guys, there are plenty of people, decision makers in the front office, who would love to have Jordan Montgomery here. Looking good in his Rangers Fanatics polo. There he is. I went red, guys, because it's Do- the Dodgers are here. I needed to yeah. not wear blue today. You know? It's weird when they have both teams in the same color. They yeah, just need I know. to cut that I out like here. It. It's confusing. Yeah. Thank you, Sands. There he goes, your radio and TV play-by-play man of the Texas Rangers, Jared Sandler, here with you on the fan. Time now for some football's finest chief. Another huge day of NFL news. Where are we going? All right, we have some uh, some combine things we need to uh, we need to sift through a little bit, and as well, we have the NFLPA report card for each team. Mm. We're going to go inside the Cowboys during the expressway, put a couple of funny things from around the NFL next year in the nation.